Hello, my fabulous listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up Chanel. I'm Chanel Perillo, and I'm so excited to have you guys back with me this Thursday. Before we dive into today's episode, let's take a moment to reflect on the journey that we've shared so far. In part one with Arise, the powerhouse model, my dear friend, she really peeled back the layers of her truth, revealing the raw realities of the modeling industry and the battles that she's faced along the way. But guess what? We are not done yet. Oh no, we are just getting started. In part two of our conversation, we're diving even deeper into the untold stories, the hidden truths, and the moments that define her resilience. We also gossip hard about her wedding, her hubby, and really about finding yourself from her early days of navigating the industry to the unforgettable experiences behind the runway lights, Ariz bears it all with courage and candor. Now let's set the record straight. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned Arisa's first show with us at Marco Marco was the Viviana show. Well, I stand corrected. I was freaking wrong. (laughs) It was actually in 2015 and it was a series of shows that really marked the beginning of an unforgettable journey together. Today, we're revisiting those moments, uncovering the truths and celebrating the spirit that defines Arise. So buckle up, my darlings, get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions, revelations and unfiltered magic. Now that you're saying that, I it was the Viviana was your first show with us because it was the church. Okay, it was it was like felt like a church. But now that you're telling me that Sharon Needles was there, that was Sharon Needles, and Gigi Gorgeous was in it too. Or do you not remember? Because that was Gigi's first show. I remember being. I remember was um, the Boulay brothers there? Yes, I think they closed it. But um, I remember Brendan Jordan walked right after me. Yes. Okay, that was the Viviana. Yes. And yes. Because so, yes. now uh, that's my daughter. That's my daughter. I oh love Brendan Jordan. So we. Much. I know, and like she's been like have a her on. Of- I, I, I honestly, she's on the list because I've yeah. known her since she was 16 years old. Like her mom mm-hmm. and dad came that day and we're like, I like kept being like, you guys, like, let me know if anything's like inappropriate because like people are drinking and like, but they were like, no, Brandon's just so happy to be here. And that all happened because of that Gaga thing. I, he, she went so funny. Yeah, the, she, mm, she went viral mm. for the Gaga video, and I was like, I should have this queen in the Marco Marco show. Yes, genius, genius move, bitch. It was a smart move. She's still around. Oh, still she's doing it. still around and killing it. And like, killing it. Think about it. Like we were like her mentors as a as a sixteen year old. So like she was destined for greatness. <laughs> you know, like I wish I had some old queers teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been a monster. August August took her. She was in our group for Lady Gaga. And like, I was just like, oh, it was such fun. a full circle moment. I was like, now that we're is going full to circle. Ga- yeah, like super full circle. You're like an adult now. We're like, I think I even like shared a joint with her. And I was like, oh, yeah, it. it was really fully cute. legal. We're in California, everyone. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like we're not like sneaking joints. We we go buy them at the store. Yes, but fully um, legal. I, but yeah, yeah, I know. But a funny memory I have yes. really quick before you finish is uh, when they lost Raj's dress. I think we were at the Globe downstairs downtown. And she's like, where the fuck is my? She lost her mind. And it was so 
I was I was so scared because I was like, yo, she's mad. Like this bitch is really mad. And I, I would be mad too, because I'm like, where the fuck is her dress? Because <laughs> it didn't make sense. And she was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not walking this fucking show without this fucking dress. And it was just like, it was explosive. And that same day I didn't have a panty. Because Marco's like, you didn't bring a panty? I'm like, no. And so then Adore Delano had to give me her panties. And I was like, fuck. And so, like, because I couldn't go on. I was like, I can't go on. I don't have underwear on. And so I was sitting there. Just didn't I give, I've given my underwear to someone before at the at a fashion show. Because I, I believe black, you. I always wear black underwear. And like, it that's may have usually... been, it may have been your panties at first, but I needed a higher waisted panty because, um, like, I was just like, this doesn't cover enough. <laughs> I was like, I Victoria's got door. secrets. Yeah, maybe I gave a door mine. I specifically remember taking off black underwear at one of the fashion shows and giving it to someone. It was absolutely that one <laughs> because I didn't have a panty. And Marco was like, you didn't bring a black panty? I'm like, you didn't tell me to. And then uh, so Adore was like, here, use my panties. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, shit. But those are, yeah, there's a lot of stories like that backstage. That Raja one is iconic, though. That's literally the the memory. Hilarious. That's the memory of Alaska. I think Alaska's episode. She brought up that same thing as Alaska. <laughs> Because I think you were on one side and Alaska was on the other. And I remember yeah. <laughs> Raj just sitting there. And I remember, like, I remember everyone. Like, it got silent in there. Because like, Raja is the coolest person in the world. But, like, mm-hmm. if she's... And, and I think because she's so cool, like, the second she seems upset, like, the world stops. Like, everyone's, oh. like... It's terrifying. Yeah, because Mayhem was right next to her on the other yes. side. I, I, rem- I remember where everyone was because it was the world had stopped. It was scary. <laughs> no, and so it's funny in retrospect. At the time, it was like, they better find that fucking dress <laughs> because she's about to explode the building. <laughs> she's about to burn this motherfucker down. Oh, my God. It, the it the dress wa- The dress was found. And I love it. That's what I do love about fashion shows is like. There's not enough time for anything like there's never enough mm-hmm. time because like even think about it, like just as a girl getting ready on like a Friday night, you like give yourself two hours to get ready. You take your time. Da da da. Something always happens. And it's like this. And that's a fashion show times like 2000 because it's like oh, yeah. you want everything to be perfect. But there's so many cooks and so in the kitchen and like the models and who needs what. And and then like. The thing is, when you're not, when you like bring the collection, something maybe always gets left back and someone has to like race back. And it's like, there's, it's high stress, but like, I love it because it's like all that high stress for like a good, like, you know, any fashion show between like what, 10 to 20 minutes, but it's like all that for this like short rush. But the after that, like final walk, like the energy that everyone has and exudes and like that feeling of accomplishment is like. It's so irreplaceable. Like you could never. Yeah. I, oh, and I, I'll tell you my favorite show for that irreplaceable moment. Okay. So, okay. So it was the one at the Pacific Design Center because there was like water on both sides of the runway. It was a nice long runway that you could just eat up. Like I could it chew was that huge. runway. That was our and influencer heavy show. Yes. I oh my God. Yes. Oh yeah. Because they were <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, the walk. Sorry, the, James is, Charles. Yeah, no, that is, meme is so is, funny. <laughs> yeah. The James Charles walk meme is one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so, um, as a model, I'm, I'm critiquing as a model where I'm like, 
I'm critiquing I, not as a model. <laughs> bitch. No, so no, all respect, all respect to them. They're great people. They're good at what they do. They've got way more money than me and they've got way more fans than me. They're doing just fine with me laughing. About we have, they have way more money than us. That being said, <laughs> that being said, it was my best runway because it was the first one my mom got to go to. Oh. So she was backstage. Oh and, my God, I forgot that. Yeah. And so my mom got to go see like a Marco Marco show and be part of the whole thing and go to the after party and be backstage. And she was like, this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun. She's like, I can't believe this is what you do for a living. I'm like, when when we get to do it. Okay. It's not <laughs> it's not all the time. When we get to do it, this is the most fun we have. But because yeah. um, we're all a family backstage too. Like we all know each other. We all work together all the time. We all, you know, we travel together. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's fun. So my mom was there and me and Lathe had just broken up the last time. Like we broke it up for the last time. And so for I was listening, Lathe Ashley and Arise dated for a very, very long time on and off mm-hmm. again. No, it was only, it was only like a year. It was like a year. We why, did like it a year. Seem like, why did it seem like so many years? Because we broke up every month. <laughs> like it was horrible. <laughs> every was year. Horrible. Every year for the fashion show, I'd be like, so I don't know if you and Lathe are still together. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, yeah, we break up every month. We were so much better as friends. We both agree with that now. We're you like, guys you should are the bestest friends. You guys should are have such never dear. been in a relationship. Yeah. Never. We're such different people and we are not. Absolutely not. Like, we're just like, ugh. So you're saying, thinking. so you're saying there's a chance. Oh, for you. <laughs> I was like, bitch, go for it. I was like, please. <laughs> And I do want to have Lathe on the podcast, though. Oh, yeah. Have him on. Have yeah. him on. Yes. So but, keep going. Um, keep going. Oh, so, yeah. So I was just, like, feeling myself. I was like, my mom is out there. So I'm about to work this fucking pussy. Like, is exactly what she would love. No, but I'm uh, <laughs> just, honey, work the pussy, honey. No, she would never say that. Honey, work the pussy. Yeah, work the pussy, honey. You kids <laughs> twirling tonight. No, but um, so the runway was super long and it was water on both sides. And, like, we know everybody in the audience because it's an L.A. show. <laughs> And I was fresh out of a breakup and Angina says something to me because I'd never met Angina and she walked right before me and she goes, Hey, she goes, I want to say I'm a really big fan. She goes, I've loved you since I saw your audition tape on season one of drag race. And I went, Oh shit. I did that. I forgot. And I was on colorful Queens who didn't quite make it like the last episode. What? Yeah. For Doron Ofer casting girl. Like yeah, I was shout asked, out to Ron. I, I, know, love I was asked to be on the show when I was, uh, when I was doing drag in Miami, cause I did drag in Miami for three years. And he's and they, from Miami and he knows all everyone in Miami. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he was a huge Duran actually started out as like a Miami club promoter. And that's kind of how he built his casting Rolodex, which sense. is brilliant. Yeah. So he knows yeah, that makes sense. That makes so, Oh my God. So See, everything is interconnected in this world, guys, it because sure that is. is crazy. I know. I'm I'm a non-roo-roo girl. <laughs> like, I'm one who didn't make it, but Fun I was on the show. Fun fact that I never fucking knew. Yeah, watch season one. I'm right there. I'm right in between Alaska and Detox's video. It's all three of us, I think, in a row. And then I think Adore's video is on there as well. And it's just like all these people in the colorful queens who didn't quite make it went on to just do stuff. Which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> and like, hell yeah for Angina being such like a good, like, I know. Fan, fan I was of like, the show. Uh, yeah, to remember she, that. Yeah, she's like, it was my season. She goes, I remember seeing you. And I thought, oh my God, that's a Reese. And I thought, oh my God. Yeah. And so it just gave me this boost before I walked up because we were about to go. And I was afraid to talk to her because it's Angina. You know, she's Angina. And, <laughs> and after that, we've been friends ever since. I love Angina. Like, 
it, it just gave me this boost. And so that's the best walk I've ever had for the Margot show because I was just, it was so much mileage to work with. I was like, oh bitch, I'm walking this. And so I was walking at lightning speed too. Like I was going. And uh, so that was a fun memory of a Marco show because, and I, I really liked what I was wearing. It was really cunty. You, that I, and I am going to show a clip of that walk because yeah, I loved what you were wearing. And that's, what's Eight. so funny about a fashion show. Like just one little bit of like advice or like validation or like praise before you walk like Dexter Mayfield. Fun fact was terrified to walk the first show that we had him oh. in. And right before he was like, Marco, I don't know what to do. And and Marco like grabbed him and was like, listen, like we cast you because we want you to do you. So just do you on that runway and and we'll be happy. And that's what like gave Dexter the confidence to like go off. Um, but yeah, it's like those and little go viral and go fucking yeah. viral. It's been a big deal ever since. You better work, Dexter. We just hosted the Queer X Awards for uh, Reverie together. This oh, my past, God. I've, like, it's been ago. so great to watch Dexter's career. And I'm so proud of him. And you're yes. welcome, Rihanna. You're welcome, Rihanna. Ah! I know. I was like, <laughs> you, you found her a model, honey. Now he's walking <laughs> Fenty. Yes. Fenty model. No, but she's done. I mean, Dexter's done that all on his own. Like he's a star, like a star, yeah. a star, a star powered. Dexter always had star, star power. Power, so do you you know it's like there's a, that spark yeah. that people have i find it so crazy that you're intimidated by drag queens because i just like don't get that vibe from you i get this like confident like i don't know i i look at you and i don't think like you have any intrusive thoughts <laughs> i'm not oh that's so funny i do but i'm not intimidated by the ones that i know but i'm mm -hmm. intimidated by the ones um that I just don't know. Like, I don't mm -hmm. like, I know that sounds stupid, but like, cause I don't follow any of the girls I don't know. Like, and people think it's shady. I remember cause there was some Hollywood, like, you know, those queer gossip rags. No, I don't even, I don't either. Like, then I feel like a fangirl. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And I know I'm going to meet you in some aspects. So I'm like, let me not do that where we have to like add each other on Instagram when we make friends and then it's awkward. That's and so LA of us to think that, like, because we know it's like, I know I'm going to meet you. And so why don't it like let it happen organically? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So I have to mention one. It was in some stupid Hollywood gossip rag and it was like, a Reese Wanzer unfollowed Jasmine Masters. What, what shade happened between them? I said, I never met Jasmine Masters at that time. Like I was I was like, I didn't unfollow her. I hope she doesn't think I hate her now. And I'm like, should I follow her as a response to this? I'm like, D I didn't even, I was, I was never following her because I never met her. I was like, this is fucked up. And I like Jasmine Masters. She's so funny. And her MC Hammer mm -hmm. is impeccable. Anyway, <laughs> impeccable. But um, see, I'm complimenting everyone this motherfucker. Because we have, we have, we're surrounded by really talented people. And so that's what it is. And we've yeah. watched us all like we've, everyone's kind of doing I, it's been just so great to watch everyone kind of like finding themselves like the last because COVID really was like a down time. And like now to see everyone like back out there, like thriving is like really exciting. Yeah, I, it's really good. It feels really good. And I'm glad everyone has a podcast now because it's like those moments we get backstage. Now we get them every week. We get them every week because I get to just listen to the gossip. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, I remember that. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember this. Oh, my God. I remember this. Then it's really funny. Yeah. And like, we don't have to go to like the club to, to, to catch up with each other. It's like, that's yeah. like another reason was like a motivation behind this is like, I still want to like work with my friends, but like, I don't want to have to go to Mickey's and be there Girl, till two in the morning. <laughs> we, because we've done it for 10 plus years. It's like the club again. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's 52 degrees outside right now as well. Like I was out the other night and I was wearing a whole coat. I was wearing a wool fucking coat. I was like, Hey, everybody, I'm here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, talk talking about growing up, mm -hmm. you got married and <laughs> I cannot fucking believe it. Like, will you tell me your love story? 
I will tell you my love story. And I just oh want to say God. that Shut Up Chanel is getting the first interview for Maurice since she's been a married woman. So you are. I feel like so exclusive. <laughs> this is the exclusive. Yeah, this is the Shut Up Chanel exclusive of my wedding. Okay, well, we met on Grinder December 8th of 2020. That's right. I know. I know. And um, I had just split up with this guy that I was seeing for like three months, nothing okay. serious, but like he was way too young and mm-hmm. just emotionally immature, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be single for a while. But I went on Grinder for attention because I'm like, I just need my ego boosted right now. I feel like, Sometimes yeah, I, was like, I need you to just need validation. Like I just want yeah, like, someone to be like, you're hot. Yeah. yeah, I still got it. I that's still got I, it. That's why I go to Barney's Beanery. Um, bitch, yes. <laughs> bitch, you better get a free drink from those those dudes that just be around playing pool. They're like 26 years. Like it's become the new TikTok hangout, like, which is crazy. Cause it wow. used to just it used to just be a bunch of old sweaty dudes in there. And now it's like every young TikToker hangs out there. It's become like a viral. I like of, it. It's I think like it's because like the aesthetics in there are cool. It's what it's what TGI Fridays wants to look like, <laughs> but like and now they're closed forever. I like Bernie's Beanery. I think it's fun. I gotta I take fucking my love now. it. And I told like August the other day when we were in Italy, he's like, you know you're never gonna find a husband at Barney's Beanery. And I was like I didn't go to Barney's Beanery to find, like, I'm not going there to find a husband. Like, I'm going there to find myself. Like, I'm going there yes. to, like, remind myself of, like, who I am and, like, be in an environment where I'm, like, I'm forced to just be myself. Like, I'm, you're yeah. not going to, no one, like, I can't throw on an act in Barney's Beanery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and it's, my advice to any girl who wants to find a husband don't look for him. Mm-hmm. Don't look for him. He will find you when you find yourself. Like when you are focused on yourself and only thinking about yourself, because the more selfish I was with my own time, with my self-respect, with my, with the way I was going to do things, mm-hmm. then you attract the right people because mm-hmm. they love the vibe you're giving off that you're about your life. And so just be about your life, do your thing. And then, you know, the right people will come along and it doesn't have to be a husband. It can just be the right people, you know, like, because a husband is not the end all be all either. It's like, you know, if they add something to your life, great. Some people, they don't need that. And I think to keep pushing that everyone needs to have the same exact life. I think that's dangerous because I, it doesn't. I knew you were going to tell me that. Yeah, because it doesn't leave room for authenticity either. Like, I, I want to have a life that's mine. You know, like, I think I'm doing what I want to do. Uh, I'm doing what feels natural to me. I'm doing like me and my husband, we did what felt natural to our timeline Mm -hmm. uh, and who we are and what we wanted for ourselves. But I don't think that's for everybody. Like, just like how kids are not for me. People are like, oh, but you might change your mind later. I'm like, I really won't. I really, really won't. I love hair and makeup and clothes and traveling and sleeping until noon. I do not. Those and kids don't go together. So I'm just like, Mm-mm, absolutely not luckily i found a guy that agrees and so it's like look oh I lo- yeah what, what was the initial message like how did it go from oh to relationship he was so nice he was he was super respectful and that never happens on grinder so i wasn't respectful i was kind of a bitch <clears throat> and he doesn't remember it like that which is really nice i'm glad he didn't think i was he messaged me and he was like hey he's like i really wish i was in la right now mm-hmm. um he's like but you know i just i, I had to say hi and I was like, oh, hi. I said, well, where are you? And he's like, I'm in Sydney, Australia. And I was like, oh, okay. Neat. Never been. Anyway, um, I was like, well, I'm signing off of here. I was like, I'm, I don't want to be on here long. I was like, so 
And I was like, I'm going to Instagram. Here's my Instagram. Because I was like, I'll get this guy to buy some merch. <laughs> you know, dragqueenmerch.com. But go to the Ari Swanser section, buy you a fucking t-shirt or a mug or something. Anyway, and I'm saying that to everyone now. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'll get this guy to buy some merch. He'll like my face or whatever. And uh, like enough to wear it. And um, I he messages. Doing that. I know, no, because he had this blurry ass picture. He was in a pool. It was like blurry, but he looked like he might be cute. And I was like, mm, I'll give him my Instagram. You can follow me. Anyway, he, so, I, he's very cute. You scored. He is. Thank you. Thank you. I think he's the most handsome man in the world. I love him so much. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with him. I love well, him so much. We love you, Hubs. Yeah. I have his picture all over my apartment. Look, it's right here. <gasps> oh, show us. Yeah. I know that's us on a yacht. Anyway, <laughs> not my yacht. Not, don't get confused. She's not doing that well, y'all. Anyway, relax, relax. We no, still but. need you to sign up. Book us. Yeah, book, book us. us. I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm Matt. in Los Angeles. Exactly. Come on. Come on. So I'm at Gersh. Reach out to Laura. Me and Willem have the same agent. Come on. <laughs> Shout out Willem yes. and Gersh agency. Laura and Gersh. Book Come the on. Dogs. Yes, so. That's right. What's his face? Oh, so. He moves over to Instagram and he was just super nice, respectful. And he's just like, so he's like, so, you know, what do you do for fun? But, you know, like we just start talking about regular stuff. And I see, you know, I can see his Instagram, normal guy, smiling, has a family, has friends. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. He's, he seems nice, but I'm like, I'm never going to Australia. Like, that's stupid. Like, it's the farthest place that you could find a guy. Like, bitch. (laughs) Like, like, like when it was, when it, when it started getting like, really like, I was like, oh my God, I think I really like this guy. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like, like the farthest. Yeah. Like, and you're like, they're like a day ahead. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you made the time zone work. I'm a night owl. Yes. Yeah, so I'd be up late talking to him and I Aww. wouldn't have, yeah, my call times would be like 12 o'clock or something. So I was good. I have sacrificed all of my regular sleep, uh, sleep schedule to make this relationship work. I, I know he's listening and I know, you know, honey. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but it worked. We've been doing, uh, we've been doing the long distance thing for, it'll be, we're going on four years. I know, but now we're married. And so he is moving here. And uh, yeah. Oh my God. But, uh, but. like the best 90 day fiance story but- But I will say this for everyone who wants to, you know, get serious or, you know, take yourself seriously. We did not ever share nudes. I didn't see one nude of this guy and he never saw one of me before I saw him. And we were talking for a year and a half before I went over there. And I only went over because I just did really well that pride season. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a ticket to Australia. I'm going to book myself into a hotel for 10 days. If he wants to see me, he can. But either way, I'm on vacation, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I was like, I know some people there. I'll be all right. And so I went. He picked me up from the airport. I just got the chills. That's beautiful. Because that's how my, like, that's something I would do. You know, it's like, like, you don't want to give them all the power of making the trip about that. The trip was still about you. Yeah. And you were going to be fine either way if you didn't see him or not. Yeah. And he had like a, he has a real job. So like, he'd have to take time to come to LA. So I'm like, it's a lot easier for me to go over there because I can just leave. Yeah. And, you get a um, vacation out of it and maybe find yeah. love and maybe find love, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I had no expectations on it. I was like, you know what? I was like, cause we could like not like each other's smells or he could have bad breath or he could have horrible hygiene. And I was like, then it's a wrap because the I'm too smells. old. 
I could do a whole podcast about pheromones. Pheromones. That's why like dating apps don't work for me because I'm like, I will get attached to you. But then what that first meeting, if I sit next to you and I hate the smell of you, like it's just not going to work. And then the next morning, that's another like the next morning, how someone smells like if I like like I want to like I want it's like even our fucking dogs, like my dog could have a little bit of a smell, but I fucking love it. Like because I love her. I like, like her I, corn chip smell on her yeah, nose. <laughs> I fucking love it. But that's because it's like, I, I, we're meant for each other, me and my, my dog. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> my, baby. my baby. But no, yeah. smells, I have definitely ended relationships. And it's not their fault. It's not even that they smell bad. It's, it's just honey, it's, a smell. It's a chemical thing that your body as an animal is reacting to. And you're just like, I'm not attracted to this. I'm not feeling it. And that was, I told him that was my biggest fear, like meeting. I was like, I'm afraid I'm not going to like his smell. And then it's a wrap, dude. Like we, we have no hope, but I did. I'm I did. Same. I loved his smell. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, my yeah, God. Bitch, That's what you're know. listening to. Cause you're listening to your body. I'm listening to my body. Like, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this doesn't feel right. You don't smell right. But no, he smelled great. And um, ladies and gentlemen, sniff the people you're interested in. Honey, Get a big old whiff. It'll save you some heartache. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before we met, though, I remember we're like, I don't know, seven months into talking. We're just talking. We're not dating. We never said we were dating before we met, like officially. And so we were just talking. We're just pen pals. We talk every day, all day, WhatsApp, like Instagram. I almost said Facebook. Oh, my God. No, that's not true. So we talk all day, every day. And this was the turning point where I knew I think he might be it. And it was before we met. And it was, uh, I went, I told him, I said, Hey, I'm going to do X on the beach with Mike. You know, I'm going to be gone for five weeks and I won't have my phone or my internet or whatever. And he goes, Oh, Mike. Cause he'd already met Mike on like FaceTime with WhatsApp. And he goes, Oh, he's uh. like, well, have fun. He's like, that's going to be a good time. He's like, that's, he's like, go get, you know, some money and get on MTV. I was like, okay, cool. I was, like, that was very not insecure of him. I said, okay. And so I get back and I'm in the Madrid airport where I finally get reception. That's normal. Like, I was like, oh my God, because it was insane. He had messaged me every single day of like the memes I would have liked to have posted, all the news that had happened, like that we'd pulled out of Iraq, uh, that the war was over and then uh, that Britney got freed. He's like, he's, he's, he's like, you're missing so much in just this five weeks. And I was emotional. I was like, oh my God, this guy really likes me. Like he sent me and he's like, well, it wasn't every day. And I was like, it was every day. It took me three and a half hours to get through all of his messages at the Madrid airport. And uh, luckily I had the time because I was waiting for my fucking flight. It took forever. Mm -hmm. And that's when I just knew I was like, oh my God, I think, I think this might be something for real, for real. And um, I got back and then we were like FaceTiming and I told him about the experience and I was like, oh my God, it was crazy. And just a mind fuck. Just being in the Canary Islands, it was like 120 degrees every day. It was insane. Yeah. And so the next year after Pride, I bought my ticket and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And then we, we were inseparable the whole trip just about, uh, except for when he had to go to work or he had something to do. But like, it was, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. Yeah. And cut to a little bit later and now we're married and I had a custom Marco Marco dress. (laughs) Okay. A couple of things. Cause I'm totally taking notes. Like (laughs) one, I love the no nudes rule because you Mm. know what? Like I'm even like, I, I, I'm okay. Like I'm a suggested nudes kind of gal. Like I like to like give like a little mystery and stuff. I think the idea is sexy versus like the full Monty is like, well, now you've had it. 
Now you've had it. It takes work to get like a good picture that like you're like, this isn't trying too hard or this is trying. And then no matter what, after you like never get the reaction you want, like you'll get like nope. something. You never get what you want. That's hot. Or like you just heard it. I'm like, get the fuck out uh, of here. And, like like and this then- took me two hours. <laughs> You start to like <laughs> resent yourself for doing it. And mm-hmm. so like it, any guy that really likes you doesn't need a nude of you. And, and exactly. no one ever wants a fucking dick pic. Like, I, I mean, gay guys maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, nothing again, about that... me ever wants a dick pic. Like, unless you're concerned that I'm going to be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Like if, <laughs> I, like if you want to fair warn me and save me the trouble, like I understand that. But like, yeah, I, that was on that was on my list of biggest fears. I was like, what if? What if? Luckily, we're good. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so exciting! So all the boxes. Okay, so no nudes. I also think you kind of like whether you meant to or not. I feel like you kind of kept to your cards close to your chest with this one, in a sense that like no one that I knew, knew that you had a boyfriend, so... No one knew. Yeah, no, because after going through the relationship with Leith publicly, like, look at, like, people think it was so much longer than it was. It was seven years, because it was seven years ago that we broke up, seven years ago. Wait, that's... Yeah, and people are yeah, and people are like, so you and Lath. I'm like, bitch, it's been almost ten years. I'm like, you gotta give me a minute. Can I have some breathing room? And he can't believe it either. He's like, I can't believe you still get asked this shit. I'm like, yo, I said, well, I'm never doing this on TV again. I'm never, like, mm-hmm. I'm never publicly broadcasting a relationship that isn't like a sure thing because you have to go through it over and over again when it's been over. You're like, this has been over. Like, we're good. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna have him watch my dog this afternoon. We're just friends. Like, we're in a good place. Like, we don't need to do all this. But people did love you to tell, bring it up. Did you tell people, like, did, did other people know about your relationship with your Aussie? Oh, yeah. Like, um, you know, everybody that is around me 24-7. Like, so, like, my friend Jake, my friend Destin, my friend Kenny. My yeah, friend Josh, you would, like, have, like, Oh, it's yeah, the, like, yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to answer him. Like, if when I see, like, a WhatsApp message or an Instagram, I'm like, they're like, oh, is that the Aussie? I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. And I remember, and so. I remember there were, like, hints of a guy, but I think it's just, like, one, we're also self-involved with our own lives these days that it's, like, hard to keep up. Um, yeah, easy to keep a secret, though. So I'm like, <laughs> no, when Marco, so I'm, like, in the studio one day, and it says mm-hmm. a Reese wedding dress on the calendar, and I'm like... <laughs> what the fuck and he's like yeah she's getting married and i'm like i was just shocked and then i also yeah. got emotional because i was like oh my god it's so sweet you're making her her dress how did i he, know how did the marriage come about did, did he propose was there oh my goodness so first i want to talk about how the dress came about okay i love that because because it's you know it's a it's an us story because it's a marco story so yeah well, I guess I have to talk about the marriage first because that's how the dress came about. You know yeah, what? You were me, correct. You were correct. Give me proposal, okay. deciding so, on if you were getting married there, and then we'll go into we dress. We've been talking about getting married for over a year because, like, we want to be together. And the only, like, the easiest way for that to happen was for us to get married and one of us move to one of our respective countries. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, like, okay, well, we talked to, then we talked to our friend's lawyer, like who does like, cause he was looking at, he was looking at all these different options. He's like, maybe I'll go to school, you know, and do that, do like a student visa or like, mm-hmm. I can get a work visa. 
And I was like, well, we want to be together. Like we're of a certain age. Like we've been doing this. We've been doing this long distance and making it work for a long time. And so us together, come on, let's just do it. Anyway, so he's he's like, well, we could get, he's like, you know, he's like, we can get married. And I was like, well, okay, yeah. And it was very just like, let's get married. It was very like, yeah, let's get married. Because we talk about everything. It wasn't this weird out of the blue thing. And I didn't think, I was like, oh, neat. You're married. Neat. I'm getting married. Because I never saw myself. And it's something, it's a subject that's coming up in queer culture. I I never saw myself like in a, like this dream wedding situation or like what my wedding day would look like. Because I never allowed myself to think that. Because it wasn't legal for so long. And especially being, I'm a black trans woman, I'd never heard of that. Uh, like, I'd never seen that done until Dominique Jackson on our show where she had, she was fully a married woman. And I thought, mm-hmm. we can get married? Like, what? Like, because I just, I didn't, why would I make a fantasy in my head that absolutely can't come true? And so I never thought about it. I never thought about what I'd look like in a wedding dress. I never thought, never thought about it. And uh, and I didn't book wedding, wedding shoots because people don't hire trans women for wedding shoots, you know? And I just thought, they should. Uh, I did get one after X on the Beach. And so that was uh, through Cecilio. And it was great. And I did it with Mike because they let me pick my groom. And so we did like a fake wedding. Like everyone's like, did you guys get married? No, no, no. But it was a it was a wedding campaign. See, for... you're still you're still right in the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> just putting it out there. Yeah, we had talked about it. And he's John is so romantic. Uh, he's just yeah, I love him so much. But so we, but that's the way we agreed on it. We were just like, oh, let's get married. And so I thought about what I was going to wear. And I had this really beautiful beige dress mm-hmm. from House of London CB or House of CB London. House of CB. I love House yeah, of CB. It was, it's such a cunt dress that fits so well. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to get married in this beige dress. You know, like it's a khaki color. It's cute. You know, it says I'm not a virgin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, come on, it's beige. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. So, you know, like I was like, let's keep it real. And uh, because I thought that we were going to like, I thought we were going to the courthouse, you know, just being, you know, eloping. Yeah, like a day thing. Yeah. And so they don't do that in Australia. You have to get, uh, we call them an efficient, but they're called, uh, I still can't remember the name because it doesn't stick. It doesn't sound, I don't like the way it sounds. I like the the word efficient. So efficient, efficient, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's one of those. And I can't remember what they call it over there. But anyway, so he goes and gets one of those. And he's like, so he's like, I was looking at places we can get married. And I said, I thought we we're getting married in the courthouse. And he goes, no, no, like we're going to get married in like, you know, a park or something or because we're not church people. We're not doing that. And so, <laughs> no. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, so he did all this location scouting and he was FaceTiming me from these locations. He's like, so I found this place, this place. And the, all these places were so beautiful. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God, I'm getting married. And that's when it kind of snapped where I like my husband is looking at places like t- taking time on his lunch break to go look at places, uh, taking time after work to go look at places. And it was so thoughtful. And he's like, I thought you'd like this one. And I thought you'd like this one. And I really like this one too. And I thought, Oh my God, I'm getting married. I'm getting fucking married. And I love this guy. And I thought, Holy shit, I'm getting married. And so Marco has joked for years, years and years. He's like, I'm going to make your wedding dress. I'm going to make that wedding dress. I'm going to make your wedding dress. He's like, I know you're going to be one of them girls that gets married. He goes, I'm making that dress. And he'd say it just in passing. And because I wouldn't talk about it. I'm just like, oh, shut up, Marco. (laughs) Shut up, shut up. And so I called him because I I went and tried the dress on. So I called him with the dress on that I thought I was going to get married in. It was like, I don't know. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I knew he was up. You know, he's up (laughs) at at the studio. I said, Marco, I said, I said, it's time. He goes, I'm making your wedding dress. I said, you're making 
in my wedding dress and just tears, <laughs> just tears. It was, it was really emotional. I'm, getting, I'm about to get emotional right now. And I just thought like, oh my God. He goes, oh my God, I can't believe it's really happening. I said, me neither. I said, me neither. He goes, okay. He goes, come to the studio tomorrow. He goes, come, uh, he's like at 12. He's like, fuck, don't come tomorrow. Come the next day. He goes, how much time do we have? I said, I'm leaving in a week and a half. <laughs> and so he had a week and he's a half like, to make that dress. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, great. He goes, come to the studio on Thursday. I, he's like, let's, he's like, get some ideas together. I said, okay, okay, this is what I've got. Okay, okay. And I said, just messaging him stuff. It's like Audrey Hepburn looks and T-length because I knew I was going to be outside. I was like, I ain't dragging a fucking gown and it has to fit in a suitcase. And so I go in for my fitting and Danny Blakes is uh, sizing me up and sewing me up. And um, shout out he, Danny. Yeah, shout out Danny. Thank Danny you, gorgeous. Just, Danny just got an Emmy too. Which Danny is just so got exciting. an Emmy. I got the, my Emmy winning dressmaking team, bitch. Ew, I got an Emmy winning <laughs> dress hoe. Anyway, I know. <laughs> no, but, uh, and then Kiki was stoning something <gasps> off the side. She's like, you're getting married, bitch. <laughs> She's like, you're getting married, bitch. I was like, shout out to Kiki Extravaganza. How you doing, gorgeous? Oh, we love and, Kiki. Um, yeah, I don't know where Sa- Sa- I don't know where Samara was. Yeah, I don't know where Samara was, but I was just like, I don't know where anyone like. Not everyone was there, but I know everybody probably had their hand in it. So thank mm. y'all so much, and uh, I'm endlessly grateful, and I owe y'all big. But they got it done in a week and a half, and he even Ubered it to me in a fucking Tesla with the SUV with the door that comes up sideways, and uh, like he specially Tesla it to me when literally my Uber to Australia was pulling up. Like I was literally packing my suitcase outside of my building with this dress because it was it was of the minute bitch like we got this done last minute and but he he was so marco because he said what materials do you want i said i don't know i never thought about this before like not once like i yeah you're like i don't know what wedding dress material is no and he goes okay so all the expensive shit he goes get all the expensive shit off the wall he's like yelling at everyone's side he's like get everything expensive he goes we spend no expense for a reese this is a reese monster's wedding dress this is a supermodel's (laughs) wedding dress i was like ah it was so crazy. And so I get there and uh, he put his Marco Marco touch on it by having that big black bow on the back, which was so cunty. It's the bow so was so good. Thank you. And so, yeah, I modeled it after some of my favorite wedding dresses of the past, which are Victoria Beckham's uh, Penelope, which is Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Uh, her role where she's a pig, um, a pig girl. Yes, yes. I love that movie. I love it so much. I find it as, I, I think it's a trans fairy tale. It's a trans allegory. I told her at the Glad Awards, I think it's a trans allegory and a light bulb went off in her head. I, she goes, oh shit. I said, yeah, girl, accepting yourself is how you get set free. Oh my anyway, God. I'm going to watch that when this is rewatch over. Rewatch it. Re-watch I'm going to rewatch it. it. I got Christina Ricci to think about it. Anyway. <sighs> and then uh, also like Carrie's dress from uh, Sex in the City. The that, Westwood. I got that vibe from it for sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Everything Thank you're saying, you. I got the vibe from. But yeah, Thank I love, you. I love yeah. that you did Carrie Bradshaw too. Yeah, because like I, I used to write a sex column or a dating column for Original Plumbing Magazine. So I was like, you know what? I've always been a Carrie. Let's be honest. So yeah, so I packed and we went and it was just amazing. It was an amazing day. Uh, it was small. We eloped. We were at, God, what is it called? What is it called? The Amphitheater. The Sydney Opera House? No, it was Bradley's Bradley's Head Amphitheater. And it was across from the Opera House. So you can see the Opera House in the background, but it's not the main event. The dresses. No, I'm just kidding. No, we are. We are. (laughs) Because John looked so wonderful. He got his suit tailored. He looked so good. He was absolutely just the most handsome man on the planet. And I couldn't believe it was the most out-of-body experience I've ever had. Where I just, I thought, I'm getting married. This is your wedding. I'm at my wedding. I'm at my wedding. This is your husband in front of you. And he's so hot and he loves you. I was like, like, it was 
I was beside myself. It was crazy. And we wrote our own vows and they were really cute. And his were so sweet. And uh, he got me this beautiful nine carat opal ring. It's my favorite stone. Oh my and God, it's, it's so yeah. beautiful. And it's an Australian opal. So it's non-porous. It is waterproof, <gasps> y'all. That's oh right. God. What is your and, mom uh, and family? Were they there? Oh, what did they think of everything? No, no, they weren't there. Yeah, we didn't have our families there because we have big supportive families. And it was just... Australia That's- is a trip, okay? Because yeah. his his family lives in Tasmania. Uh, oh, mostly. so they don't even live there. Yeah, so it was like this is like a big to do, and we just and and I just I think we wanted it to be a day about us, like just to ourselves. Yeah, you, for can have us. An, you can have an anniversary party later in life. Yes, know? yes, we're gonna have like different wedding parties wherever we go, where it's like, look, we got married. Let's let's do this. So we're gonna do that sometime in the future. But like right now, we just want to be together and love each other and be married so we are oh my god that's such a beautiful story oh thank you yeah that's our story you know and and it's so full circle because it's like we started the beginning of this and of this podcast with like us meeting in that bar with marco and now like we're over to a decade later and you just got married and your dress made by the same designer that like walked up to you that night in that nightclub gaggy it's so gaggy and i'm just like i really am proud of like the women that you and i have become i think we've like Me too. i think we're growing into amazingness i really do yeah and hopefully i'll find love soon too i girl, think this is my year girl Make it self-love, only self-love. That is the most that you're the love of your life. I love you that. Love of, yeah, you are the love of your life. And you have to just keep loving that girl. You got to keep loving that girl. into myself. Yeah, I just have to keep. This is the first year where I actually do. Like, I look back now. And I think that's when you're like, start a healing journey is like when you look back at how you treated yourself and you were like, you feel so bad for that girl. Like, I can't believe I talked to you that way. Like, you know, like even now, like when I ch- catch the intrusive thoughts coming, I go, no, girl, we're not doing yeah, that today. No. no, you've been through too much. I've been through like we love we love Chanel we're not going to talk shit about her we're going to keep pouring into her and then just doing more things for myself that aren't just superficial like I've I've really I'm focusing on my like fitness this year and like being healthy on the inside as well as the outside so yeah yeah that's all we can do yeah. yeah be the love of your life and then whoever comes else like if someone comes into that they're the in love of your life (laughs) like He's the in love of my life. Yeah. John is the in love of my life. Oh, I'm going to write that down. And I need to text you whenever I need advice because you're so. Bitch, please do. Yeah. You really (laughs) do give me the best advice. What is next for you? Uh, Well, I got cast in a movie that I cannot talk about at all. (gasps) I know I cannot talk about at all. Uh, I have signed NDAs and that's all I can say. That's fine. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be starring in a movie, y'all. Oh, but starring? um, uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I'm not even a side character. I'm starring. (laughs) Is this your Monica? (laughs) Me? I don't want to say that because I feel like it gives away too much. (laughs) I had to say it because I'm so proud no, of I'm so proud of Trace Lissette. I'm so proud of Trace. I've known Trace for 13 years and I'm like I met her in New York. Yes. Yeah, oh so God. like just Oh yeah, that's her. right. She was there before she moved here. Yeah. Yeah. So see her growth is 
just amazing. And she deserves every single bit of it. She's fantastic. Oh my God. So amazing. Um, So you got a movie. That's huge. Yeah. And I'm hosting the Slay Model competition of 2024. I don't know when that is. And then um, I've been telling Celio that I was going to go for the last 10 years. So maybe I have to go to this one. (laughs) Oh, I think we're filming in the Philippines in this one. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess I'm not. I know I was going to say, I'm so sorry, girl. Please don't make a 17 hour flight to go see a fucking modeling competition. No, no, I'll check Instagram. But <laughs> well, that's exciting. So you're doing that. And what yeah, else? And that's what, it so else? Far. Girl, what else? That's... Do, what else do you want out of your life? Like, what are you? What do you? Uh, what do you still want out of your life? Moving? I would like campaigns. I would still like to watch Tom Ford, Christy Turlington back on the runway. I'm like, you know what? It ain't over till it's over. Let's try again. I, why not? I just yeah. got the chills again because I watched that Supermodels doc on Apple TV. If you haven't watched it, yes, people listening, it's so I watched good. it three times. But like, I love that the beginning of it, there was like this, there was, there was the glass ceiling of like, you don't model after 25. And now like, there are no rules. And, no rules. and yeah, I kind of like wanted to end on like a note like that, like as to like, how has, how has, being a black trans model that is over 25 but looks 22 um, over 35 bitch. <laughs> how does that feel like to where like you started to where you are now i'm really happy like if i look back at everything i'm really happy at the way everything went because and i know i hate to center it around love but but i will say i told i told john this and i'm i said i'm really glad i didn't get exactly what i want because I got what I needed and um and I would have never met him like under those circumstances I'd have never met him and I don't know maybe I would have turned into someone else maybe someone I don't like so much whereas I do like the person I grew into being and uh, I've been humbled I don't know how many times I've been rejected I don't know how many, how many times been told no a million times like and I've learned to roll with it and I'm just a better person for it and everyone says that like, oh, everything happens for a reason. But sometimes that reason is just to not be a piece of shit when you grow up. And I'm not. You so. could be a monster. And I've thought that a million times. Like you're, you, a Reese could be a monster, but but, but chooses not to be. It's a choice. I don't want to be. It's a yeah, choice. Like we just did the Ashton Michael show together. And I said, you doing okay? And you're like, <sighs> and I was like, okay, I'm getting out the way. I said, getting out the way. I was like, I'm just getting out the way. And I was, and I just like move and sit in a corner. I'm like, girl, I'm not trying to bother you. Oh my God. I totally wouldn't even remember that. Shout out Ashton Michael, who ha- had me help cast his last Such a great show. show. Ashton looking to be an in-house, in-house fit model. <laughs> and he loved you so much. And that's always like, the, everyone always says that about you. Like you are a ray of sunshine. You're a pleasure to work with. It's like an honor to work with you. And I'm just so grateful for our friendship. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you so much. And yeah, and we're so similar. Who knew? Like, who knew? Because we're both like scary bitches who are scared of each other. (laughs) That's how the best friendships like turn out. It's like two people that were scared of each other or one person thought the other person was a bitch. And then like you really get to know the person. It's like those are like the lasting relationships, I think. I think, yeah, we're going to be here again in 20 years being like, bitch, remember that first interview? I want to be interviewing <laughs> you when we're in our 60s for sure. And we're just going to like, absolutely, we're going to look better and better, like fine, oh. fine Italian wine. Yes, everyone, 
mark that, we will look exactly like this. I will have a seam going down the back of me. <laughs> I'm getting old, bitch. I mean, Oprah has never looked better and she's 69 years old. Honey, Ozempic is a hell of a drug. That's all I got to say about that. That bitch lost like 80 pounds. She waited 69 years to get to her perfect goal weight. And like, oh, I'm just, whenever I see pictures of her, because I just know that feeling of like when you like, she's wanted that for so long and she must just. Yeah, absolutely. She got it. She got it. Well, cheers to our friendship. And I hope this isn't the last time you're on my podcast because this was so much fun. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. Should I I shamelessly plug things? Yeah, plug (laughs) plug things right now and then tell me to shut up and then we're done. Yes. Okay, everyone go buy my merch at dragqueenmerch.com. Also, I'm a Playboy bunny. I'm the first American black Playboy bunny uh, that's trans. And um, you can find, you can go to my Playboy and subscribe at playboy.com slash Arise. And uh, yeah, shut up, Chanel. (laughs) I bow down to you. You're an icon and my sister. And I love you so much. I love you. Bye. Bye.